0: Hello and welcome to Doc Me. My name is Heather, and I'm Catherine. Kef- <laughs> and I was You're definitely, paying attention.
1: <laughs> I was definitely looking at some sex scene thing. Wait, what? It was it was just like some like movie scenes, unplanned movie scenes or something. I don't know
0: why we didn't even mention that I just. <laughs> It
1: came up on my phone. I don't know. Anyway, I'm Kathleen, and I'm together now.
0: And now I know where your your kid got her ADHD from. (laughs) And this week, we are going back to a classic and having another round of Forensic Files recaps, because why not?
1: it was so hard for me to pick this time as my husband can attest I was like trying to like get him to pick for me and he's just like I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about
0: I was reminded of a case and I was like oh that's a good one that's why I was like hey can we do this again I really want to do like Darlie Routier though like after like that that one is just like it's hard
1: it's so hard but that Texas Monthly article just like keeps me like did she did she not like it's kind of sketchy
0: I got my Texas Monthly today, and it was very disappointing. It was, like, all about Greg Abbott. I "I don't (sighs) give a shit about this nude. Fuck him. (laughs) So, anyway, um, it was fun last time, so no need to go into the background of Forensic Files since we did it the first time on episode 24 from back in November, which I thought it was way further than that.
1: Time for flies when you're doesn't fly when you're having fun i don't know one of those things so april
0: we've been doing this almost a year
1: i know i was like super excited i was like what are we gonna do for our anniversary i have no idea i feel like we're like a couple like what are we gonna do oh my god i don't even
0: do that much with my husband
1: same it gets old (laughs) we'll go
0: out to dinner together (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, it's
1: pretty special. It's the first anniversary. <laughs> Once you get to like 10 or 11, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, oh, I
0: forgot. Do we, we want to
1: order in and just like
0: watch a movie? Well, I was walking down movie. the hallway because we have that sign where it's like, it says established. And I forgot we'd been married six years already. <laughs> I was doing the math. I was like, oh my God, it's been six years. Did
1: I, did I tell you about how my kid like thought that it had to be like established her birthday because she was born before we were married? And I was like, no, that's not how it works. It's the marriage date, and she's like, but you guys were together before. I was like, okay, but it's when the marriage happened. <laughs> Quit bringing that up?
0: Um. So before we get into that, uh, just to remind you guys, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter or you can email any comments or suggestions to drbpod at gmail.com. And I didn't tell you this, but we do officially have a PayPal account. What? We're balling now. Because again, we've been doing this for almost a year. Um, Every dime is appreciated and we'll give you a shout out at the end of the next recorded episode. The PayPal is the same as our email address. Yes, pot at gmail.com. I hate feeling like we're begging for money, but I was like, you know what? It would basically just be buying us wine. Even, yeah. <laughs> or tacos. God, I love tacos. <laughs> like, literally 50 cents is a taco from Jack in the Box. Oh,
1: man. That does sound delicious. I'm like <laughs> I'm a little I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said
0: that. <laughs> so I will. Did you want to go first? You want me to go first? Mm how Deerful. drunk are you can you last through me or i can last through you okay i will be covering episode seven murder she wrote from season 11 which premiered august 30th 2006 wow and it doesn't feel like the 2000s and this episode can easily be found on youtube which is where i watched it
1: <laughs> look at you <laughs>
0: Super easy as if, to find it. As
1: if we don't have enough streaming services that we pay
0: for. But YouTube is what I came up on. Um, Yeah, I was reminded about the story. and was like, oh, we need to do another round. Because this one is so frustrating. Like, I hate blaming the victim. But <laughs> it's one of those I was like, come on.
1: I had a hard time picking. So I'm interested to see what you went with.
0: Uh, We start off with a beautiful picture of husband and wife, David and Sandra Deist. They met in high school and they got married after they both attended Calvin College in Grand Rapids, Michigan. David started his career as an Amway salesman, so no career. And then he started working for his father-in-law's insurance company. Oh, this is going to be good. So married his high school sweetheart and now his boss is his father-in-law. So you can already see shit is not perfect. You don't
1: want that. No.
0: They end up having three children, two boys and a girl, and he's making cash with this insurance gig and she has her own business of raising and training horses and giving riding lessons. Oh, shit. Did you figure this one out? Yes. (laughs) Uh, She participated in her first horse show at the age of three, so she's definitely a horse girl
1: there's something different about horse people
0: yes i'm in every animal people from bob's (laughs) just horses and boy butts (laughs) so and then the quote on this is but sandy soon learned that the horse business can be dangerous (laughs) and by that peter thomas the narrator means November 19th, 1998, Sandy says a horse got spooked and kicked her in the head.
1: Sounds about right. <laughs> her,
0: horses do be doing that. Horses do be doing that. Her injury is so severe, she has to crawl over to a neighbor's house to get help. Head injuries are bonkers. <laughs> You could be fine, or you could be like her and suffer from terrible headaches and obvious mood changes. I can think of so many cases where people like murdered people after that. Oh my kind god! Of shit. Crime and sports—all the football players and boxing people. Like it's
1: that wrestler. Like oh my god, killed his whole family. That yes. manly—that man that murdered his whole family. That manly—that man that murdered his whole family. Benoit.
0: Yes, Chris Benoit.
1: But there was another man who murdered like god what did he murder like 10 kids or some shit six kids
0: it was a long time
1: ago
0: i remember the christmas the lawson one the christmas where he killed his whole family and that was after he got hit in the head
1: that's the one i'm thinking of with
0: the raisin cake
1: yes yeah. yes and people were stealing shit from the cake it's so fucking weird <laughs> can you imagine if we were just like walking around with like mementos
0: okay, from a first murder off, who makes a cake for christmas with raisins on it like
1: um devils it's the demons he sent the other kid away and then the kid died <laughs> later on yeah, he went
0: shopping for like bullets or something to go hunting yes
1: i'm gonna send you on an errand
0: I remember reading the book on this. I was like, this is insane.
1: Wasn't there speculation that he had gotten the oldest daughter pregnant? Yes.
0: That's an insane story. This is not that story. (laughs) We can talk about so many different murders depending
1: (laughs) on what subject we're on.
0: Anyway, so Sandy's depression is so bad, she's prescribed Paxil by her doctor who testifies that she seemed to do better after that. She's doing well enough that in 1999, she and one of her horses placed in the top five at the All-American Quarter Horse Congress in Columbus, Ohio, which, I don't know what the fuck that is, but all it I can think fancy. about is Horse Congress, and that sounds fun.
1: <laughs> could you imagine them with, like, all their little papers, and they're <laughs> like, Congress is now in session? Because then it makes nay. sense, because they could say,
0: Nay. <laughs> <laughs> No bills are getting passed because so I all just keep saying. But
1: also, could you ever like imagine it's like such a dad joke? <laughs> could you imagine getting kicked in the head by a horse and then like later on you're just like getting back on the horse? Like I'm sorry, but that's my I horse. I would never get back on
0: horse. I don't think it's. The Did she turn that
1: one into glue? I don't know. Do they actually still do that? I don't know. Google are horses glue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So she's not out of the horse game. Uh, She's still participating in her hobbies, which if she wasn't, I think would be a huge red flag. So everything seems to be going better until March 29th, 2000, when David calls 911 and says, "Bam, it's my wife. She tried to kill herself again. I think she did it this time. And he doesn't really sound upset at all. Like they played the tape and he sounds rushed, but he's not like screaming or crying. And he says she shot herself in the head, so just remember that. Uh, An ambulance arrives and rushes her to the hospital, but she's dead on arrival at only 40 years of age. David tells the police they were having marital problems and were no longer sharing a bed together, so she had the master- That's like a dream. Yeah. (laughs) She had the master bedroom to herself, and he was crashing on the couch in the living room. He said he heard a gunshot and ran into the bedroom and took the gun out of her hand, laid it on the bed, and ran to call 911. And the kids are in the house, and they report hearing their dad run to the bedroom, so that kind of matches up. Yeah. They do a visual inspection of his shirt and don't see any obvious blood stains on it, and he even passes a lie detector test, which, whatever. That doesn't hold up. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. Nothing. The cops do find it odd that Sandy didn't leave a note, though. And they, Did you know,
1: surprisingly, like, a lot of people don't leave a note?
0: Well, in this next part, also, they found it odd that a woman would use a gun in a suicide because we're always so worried about things being messy and we know no one else is going to clean up. But
1: Dude, if I S- am at a point you know, where I'm going to kill myself because my marriage is so rocky, I hope my fucking husband has to clean that shit up.
0: <laughs> like, enjoy the well, bloody guts. That was my take on it, is because we're constantly having to clean up after everybody... That is true, but it's about time they fucking clean up after us. But statistically, women are less likely to use a gun. But we it's, are more about the poisons. It's and not the... impossible. Uh, I saw a study from 2020 that showed 33 percent of women versus 58 percent of men. Hmm. So I mean, it's not a huge that's rise more than than in men. three Yeah, women's suicides. Are, I would have yeah. expected
1: more than 58 percent for men.
0: But even 33 is not. That's, I mean, a third. They. I was thinking
1: about like the the whole like using the carbon monoxide from like your car like Mm -hmm. the exhaust fumes and everything and I was remembering like a situation where a mother had like tried to kill herself that way and she ended up accidentally killing like all of her kids in the house
0: because it like seeped in. Well they say now because a car is the way they are like it's basically impossible you can't do it yeah you no. can't just leave it running in the no, garage no
1: you'd basically run out of gas before you yeah. ever died yeah want womp
0: oh I'm no just kidding. it's better for the environment <laughs> think of all the people trying to off themselves <laughs> painlessly you're so selfish they go ahead and perform an, perform an autopsy on her and damn if she wasn't determined to kill herself because they find two bullets in her skull <laughs>
1: I'm always, like, shocked by, like, the times where people are, like, she stabbed herself 12 times. It's like, I have known dedication, but I have never known that (laughs) level of
0: dedication. And they show a diagram, and it's not, like, just one winged her, so she fired another one, like, they're straight through her brain. Both
1: snagged her in the face. They're, like, an inch
0: apart in her brain. Like, one would do the job. You don't need two of them
1: like maybe like reflexes like she consecutively like shot herself and then like they're like just shot made her shoot herself again like
0: is that a thing? I don't know (laughs) not in this case they also find blood splatter on the gun but nothing on her hands and arms interesting (laughs) it's peculiar the crime scene analyst Ross Gardner tells us this and does this weird thing with his eyebrows like can you believe this shit? (laughs) He also talks with his mouth, like, really wide. Like, that's all I can focus on. He's interesting. And then the police receive a call from Sandy's sister, who tells him about a weird conversation she had with Sandy a year prior. Sandy told her, if anything weird happens to me, I left a note in the China cabinet for you to read. You know, our sisters say that stuff to us all the time. All the time. So the cops get a warrant to search the home, and this isn't what you think of when you think of a china cabinet, like, with the glass doors around it and all yeah, that. Yeah, I'm thinking, it's, like, where you store plates. Yeah. Like, do not touch that damn thing, ever. Don't even look at it. It's, like, there's china in it, but it's more like they have hats sitting on top. There's, like, a desk area. It's really It seems weird. like a very active part of the house. ribbons hanging on it, like, and then some drawers for china. But it It looks like like where they pay their bills and... Okay, it seems like a very, like, used place of the house. Yeah. Um, But they do manage to find a note hidden away in the bottom in an envelope marked with Sandy's sister's name. So, it's interesting. They send it to the crime lab where it is opened and the letter basically says, Hey, if I'm dead, it's my husband. (laughs)
1: Which, like you couldn't just like tell your sister that I in person like hey <laughs> but then
0: it's also like remember when i was kicked by that horse nah that was a uh, david hit me with an axe hammer what the fuck Which i didn't know what an axe hammer was but it's literally like an axe on one side hammerhead on the other side just that sounds like top an of accident a waiting to happen yes it's why do you need that that sounds insane it's a weapon. It's never used for me. no. Like I want to smash through this wall, but also hang this painting. Like, it's, <laughs> what do you
1: need that for? Oh God! I smashed a hole in the I wall. Did the wrong I did. i just trying to nail I did a nail the wrong in. Side of it.
0: <laughs> and she even states in her note that she would never commit suicide. So huh. um. And the cops find the hand- re- handwriting to be consistent with Sandy's. She even left a fingerprint on it, and her DNA is on the envelope where she licked it, so...
1: Wow, uh, that good old licking.
0: They look into her medical records and find a doctor after the horse thing who didn't believe... That she was depressed? No, that she was kicked by a horse. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why like, are we
0: always blaming the horses? Unless the horse could leave several small circular lacerations on her head, which... Horse Who? I'm not a horse expert. Hammer. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> and another guy who visited the stable shortly after said there was no blood found near where the horses were, but it was on a wall outside the building. Those fucking clever horses. <laughs> they do be doing shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> they do be doing that. <laughs> They bring in David to question him, who says he never hurt his wife, but oh, he had been having an affair with the secretary, Linda Ryan, who looks like a really rough Sarah Silverman. <laughs> like Sarah Silverman got kicked by a horse. I read an article where it also said she kept Beanie Babies on her desk. I don't know why that stuck out to me. <laughs> um, but that's the it's, kind of woman this is. It's the time.
1: Although, like, was 2006 really like Beanie Baby time? It's not even 2006. Oh, it's yeah, just... that's right. That's when it aired. Okay. Yeah, you're right. My bad.
0: <laughs> 9-11 hasn't even happened is right around the corner. It is beanie baby time then. It is beanie... But you're a secretary. Have some respect for yourself. We were all... Beanie babies at work. Do you remember that divorced couple that like had to sort through their beanie babies? I love that picture. It's it's in my mind at all times.
1: That's the first thing that comes to mind when that, I think beanie babies.
0: All I can think is the judge and lawyers who were like, we spent so much money to go to school for this shit.
1: They made so much money
0: on that case though. Oh my God. But anyway um david's trying to say that sandy found out about the affair, so not only was she depressed about it but here's also a voicemail from sandy saying exactly that and they played the voicemail and it's her basically saying like you know what just go on live your life without me and her voice just sounds like she's just done yeah like i'm
1: divorcing you not i'm gonna kill myself it's
0: like i'm just tired of having these arguments like just go live your life whatever I, you've been in a shitty relationship. Like you know that feeling. Yeah. At the end where of you're it, just, where like, you just you're done. You know it's over. Okay. Like go live your life. I'll bye. go live mine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Not at all depressed.
1: Yeah, it's just like a peace out.
0: Yeah, uh, David is still insisting the horse tried to take her out, and now he's claiming that of course the gun must have double fired. <laughs> I know nothing about guns, but they make it seem in this that the gun was fairly modern and as many safety issues, safety features as you could have with a gun. Yeah, it's not really something that. Just... It's not some old wild west gun that's just going to go off when you drop it on the table or it something. It was a
1: misfire. Yeah. What in tarnation?
0: <laughs> so, in other words, it absolutely will not misfire unless you put put. Full pressure on the trigger And I'm sure the safety also has to be off They did more tests On this gun and said that most guns Require between 4-6 to six pounds of pressure And this gun in particular Needed almost 12 pounds
1: Man, that's a lot of pull and trigger
0: I also read that Sandy hated guns And that this gun had been purchased Only a few months prior By her husband? Yes Oh, what a coincidence uh, They go back to the sweatshirt that David was wearing The night of Sandy's death There's they said there was no blood spatter on it, but it turns out since this was initially investigated as a suicide... They didn't really check? They just kind of held it up to the light. oh interesting. Just glanced over it with the naked eye. So now that this is a homicide, uh, let's take another gander. And they do it with the microscope, and oh boy. Not only is it covered in blood spatter on the front, but also they find it on the back of the sleeve. Oh. Like, If you're just standing there, you're not going to get that. Like, he was, like, maybe holding her If you were holding a gun or something, just your arm is in front of you. Yeah. So, just, you know, it's weird. Uh, They go ahead and charge him with first-degree murder. His defense is when he found Sandy, she was coughing, which is why he had blood splatter on his shirt, which that still doesn't make sense on why it would be the back of your sleeve. I also read that his lawyer tried to argue that Sandy shot herself twice to frame David for her murder.
1: (laughs) Remind me to do that.
0: (laughs) And the note is also another attempt at framing him. So here's what we have so far. The victim has accused him of trying to kill her before. He's been having an affair with Linda, who divorced her husband, and is now pressuring this guy to get a divorce so they could get married. And also there's some debt. And a large life insurance policy, so that's bingo. Yeah, I mean across the board.
1: Who doesn't want a like nice little nest egg?
0: He had taken out an insurance policy on Sandy worth over half a million. His defense is since he's an insurance salesman, it's normal for him to take out such a large policy to set a good example for his clients instead of like lying and saying you just did that? Are clients gonna like want to see the paperwork for proof it doesn't make sense this is
1: my wife's life insurance policy as you can see I am standing to inherit half a million dollars Um, I just think that's a really good idea like when you lose someone you want to be able to have that nest egg just to pay off the house and just you know guide you through those next couple of months of grieving
0: I know you didn't ask for proof of this but I'm showing you anyway so you trust me these
1: are our signatures <laughs> we can talk to my insurance salesman if you'd like that doesn't
0: make sense um i think this case makes me extra mad because he already tried to kill her once and it didn't work and
1: i can't believe that she was just like ah like yeah it was totally a horse that kicked me in the head that's the
0: thing not only did it not work she stayed with him and didn't tell the police so he thinks he can try again it's very frustrating you get one chance didn't you text me and say yes. something about you only I didn't want to tell you the case I was just like you get one chance to kill somebody but
1: I was just like unless you get three chances <laughs> because I feel like that's happened before but I was
0: like I don't want to condone murder but like if was, you're gonna do it you only get one chance I
1: mean wasn't the guy with the parachute sabotage yes. didn't he try to kill her like three yes. times
0: and he almost killed the kids too. yeah like, like sometimes you do get more than one time You get one chance if you fuck it up, you just gotta live with the consequences.
1: Otherwise, it doesn't look like an accident.
0: And then if it can't get any worse, this idiot takes the stand. Oh, God. And he doesn't even squeeze out a tear because he's too busy smiling and chuckling through the testimony. Oh, man. He's a fucking psycho. So, yeah, he's found guilty and sentenced to life with no parole. All of his appeals thankfully failed. And he died April 16th, 2018. Good riddance. His obituary says nothing about the murder or even that he died in prison, but just that he was a, quote, devout Christian who practiced his faith under difficult circumstances, unquote. A devout Christian that shot his wife to avoid paying alimony. Oh, boy. That's a good one. I couldn't find much else. I know the kids kind of were on his side through it, but it was mostly because they heard him running to the bedroom. That was like, I'm like, they could have been
1: confused,
0: but yeah, that's the end. He never admitted a guilt. So we'll never know why he even shot her twice. Like just shooting her once would have done it. They're, they have no idea why he did it twice. Like, if he never fired that second shot, he probably would have gotten away, gotten with, away it. with it. Seriously. Like,
1: if he wanted to look like a suicide, then you're going to need to make it look like a suicide. That's why the
0: big question is, like, why did he do it twice? Like, it's so weird. Did the first time not seem good enough for you? Or um, if maybe she was, like, coughing or something, and he thought, oh, she's not dead? But, yeah. And blaming it on the horse. How dare
1: you that horse probably died for your sins doing all this for linda never do
0: that for linda so that was mine what you got
1: well i got a little episode called family ties not to be confused with that funny little show
0: so urkel is not in this or (laughs) (laughs) urkel Oh, no, Family Ties was, uh, was it? That was, no, that was Family Matters. What was Family Ties? Was Fam- Family Ties with Alex P. Keaton? It was. And Tom Hanks? Yes. It's the first time Tom Hanks. I apologize. Wow. I was like, are we talking about that episode where Urkel got drunk and fell off the apartment building? Because <laughs> I love bringing that up.
1: Dude, I love it. Have you seen the Family Matters, like, intro where it's all just like, um, fuck, who is it? Oh my God, why am I not thinking of his name? It's the fucking, it's the wrestler guy, um, or boxer. Oh, um, well, well, then I'm out.
0: Fuck. <laughs> Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. Okay, I think it's like Mike Tyson. He's
1: like every character for the intro. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you. Um, okay, so anyway, my episode is Family Ties. It is episode 25 of season 13, and it originally aired in July 27, or, yeah, twenty-ninth. A little intoxicated <laughs> July 17th 2009 mm-hmm. um so it starts off in new york um a state appellant co- count clerk for the new one york more time <laughs> a state appellant court appellant appellant co- court <laughs> <laughs> clerk for the new york supreme court a court in new york some guy in new york doesn't show up <laughs> for work one morning uh peto pork uh,
0: what is happening?
1: I said I'd be good through yours, and I'm going to. Okay. Do I need to read yours? Peter Porco. So they send a court officer to his home to check it out. He finds clear signs of trouble. Uh, There's a key in the door. (laughs) There was no horse, of course. (laughs) But there is a key in the door. Um, The door's ajar. He finds, you know a little bit of blood like smeared on the door and stuff inside he finds peter dead he's been bludgeoned to death with blood everywhere there's a whole lot of blood in this episode um they you know the cops shum like shum the cops come and they find his wife joan upstairs in bed barely clinging to life she's alive but barely there there's a three-foot fireman's axe beside her um paramedics can like literally see her brain And they can't find her mouth to put the oxygen mask on. It's that bad. Is this? This is that one. Oh, my God. It's a good one. Oh, my God. So um, they discover, based on blood evidence, that Joan is struck three times and Peter 16. So clearly it was all about fucking Peter. But they fucking hated him. Get to Peter. Get to Peter. (laughs) So crazy. But Peter Porco had apparently regained consciousness sometime after the attack and with his neocortex damaged and his paleocortex that controls his primal instincts and like his, you know, brain stuff. Brain stuff. Um, he apparently followed his morning routines and he got dressed, made breakfast, and while bleeding to death, he like signed some checks and went to go check the mail outside. Did he get like
0: the newspaper? Yes.
1: Know? Went and got the newspaper. <laughs> He um, managed to get locked out while bleeding to death from axe wounds. Literally, like hit in the head sixteen times. Goes to get the paper. He gets locked outside. He finds the hidden key in the little flower pot. Gets himself back inside and collapses from blood loss. It's like I said, and dies. Like
0: brain injuries are so weird super fucking weird like this
1: man literally had been hacked 16 times with an <laughs> axe and did, he's did, just did. like i'm gonna make my breakfast i'm gonna brush." dude he like stood in the mirror for some time probably brushing his teeth didn't recognize or register that he had been hacked and was like clean to life he's sitting there reading the morning comments
0: like tunesbury is just it is lit these days
1: <laughs> So while on route to the hospital for Joan, an investigator slash like family friend they happen to know happens to ask Joan some pointed questions while she's kind of still conscious, um, just kind of like shaking her head yes or no. And he is basically like, "Hey, do you know who attacked you?" She shakes her head yes. He's like, "Was it your son Jonathan, who happens to be her oldest son, away like in the Navy?" And, um, you know, she shakes her head no. And they're like, what about Christopher, the youngest son, who's away at college? And she shakes her head yes. So Jonathan Porco is the 23-year-old son who is away in the U.S. Navy on a naval submarine. Um, She says he's not the one who did it. And obviously, like, it's pretty easy to check and make sure that he didn't fucking (laughs) leave a submarine. Um, Christopher is their 21-year-old son away at University of Rochester, Rochester, a three-hour drive away. Both of them had alibis, um, and Christopher allows them to go ahead and take some DNA and check his Jeep. Um, three weeks later, Joan regains consciousness, which is fucking, like, mind-blowing, because she lost an eye, and literally they could see her brain. They um,
0: couldn't put the oxygen <laughs> on They literally
1: her. couldn't find this woman's face. She had been hit with a fireman's axe three times. But, like, you know, she is a total badass, and she pulls through. Um, she says that, like, Christopher couldn't have done it, and there was no way he would have done it. She even writes, like, a letter to the newspaper, like, saying that, like, it was wrong of them to be attacking him when they should be trying to find the rifle killer. Um, you know, so she's, like, staunchly on Christopher's side. And there's no way Jonathan did it. Um, there's nothing found in the Jeep to implicate Chris. There's no blood. There's no bloody clothes. There's also no recording of his Easy Pass, which is, like, for New York, um, Kind of like our toll tag, yeah. Uh, going through the New York Thruway, and he would have had to take it to get there. Um, the axe has no fingerprints. There's no blood from anyone but the victim, so it's kind of like uh, like there's not really a lot to go on. Um, P- so Peter worked for like the New York State Court, and he had received a death threat from a court case, but that man had an alibi, and it was a pretty like tight air like alibi. There was nothing really to like go on from that. He was um, also on a submarine. <laughs> Yeah, well, and the brother was on a submarine, yeah. So there's, like, there's not, like, anyone that could potentially be, you know, was just kind of like, well, it couldn't have been him. Um. Peter, or er, police receive a letter from the killer boasting about the murders and trying to draw attention away from Christopher, basically saying, like, it's laughable that you would think that this person did it, which I think <laughs> is just, like, the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Because, like, if you're trying to, like, you know, don't bring your name into this. Yeah. Um. So it also happens that like Peter Porco had like a relative that was in organized crime, um, Frank Porco.
0: Like, a- can we talk about that last name? Like Porco, it's so stupid. <laughs> I feel like you have to be super skinny to like be okay with the name yes. Porco.
1: sort <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like the alliteration, like Peter Porco. Yes. It sounds like a really
0: shitty <laughs> off-brand like, like Spider Man. <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker and Peter Porco. Oh man. Uh
1: like whenever whenever I think of this I'm like the Peter Porco
0: case. And that's why you said Porco. I was like, I fucking know this one. <laughs> like I just picture I like I think like, I read the book about this yes, case. Yes, there's like all
1: the crime scene photos and just like, you know, like all the blood at the sink where he like brushed his teeth and then like the blood near the dishwasher where he like Loaded the dishwasher. Well, <laughs> Just I like... remember
0: something you'll get, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's also a relative um, of the family in organized crime, Frank Porco, a.k.a. Frankie the Fireman. Do you get it? Like, the fireman's axe and then Frankie the Fireman. Um, he's serving time in Fredal Prison for loan sharking, and they're considering it could have been a mob hit, because it kind of seems, like, a little bit aggressive, like a mob hit would be, you know, just taking people out with a fireman's axe. And, you know, the whole like, sending a sign with the fireman's axe and Frankie the
0: fireman. But a gun is so much easier.
1: It really is. That, or just, like, you know, never finding the bodies. Um, so they're a little worried that like maybe it was a loan or like a a mob hit for like him being a snitch but obviously he's not snitching because he's in federal prison and he's still serving his time um so then they discover that peter and joan have a one million dollar life insurance policy and dear chris had reached out before the attack to a financial counselor for advice on millions he'd be getting from a relative which is a little fishy you know if you ask me
0: I mean, I've been through that before. Yeah,
1: like millions that I'm That's getting from I'm a now. That's why I'm asking for
0: money. For yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> we're both loaded. Um, Chris had also previously emailed his father asking for Joan and Peter's social security numbers and their driver's license numbers for school, saying that he needed that information for like his do school Do you loans. know
0: your parents' social?
1: I do not, and also okay, anytime, yeah, I, no. <laughs> anytime I Okay, I know. Anytime I need my husband's, I have to ask him repeatedly because I forget it every fucking time. I don't
0: even know my kids. I <laughs> Also like... do
1: not know my children's. I have to like go find their car. I don't so even know where to... their cards are. Oh,
0: I know where their cards are. Oh. I think the youngest is still like attached to all the paperwork and paperwork? like pulled it out. To
1: be fair, mine's like eight and I also am pretty sure hers is attached to <laughs> the paperwork still.
0: But again, we don't know where parents. We've never asked for it.
1: No. Like I, I can't think of a single time where I've needed their social security numbers no. or their driver's license numbers. I yeah. don't know any of that information. You know, honestly, to be completely honest, I don't know that I could tell you their date of birth. I could do that. Uh, well, I'm just a bad daughter. Couldn't tell you like
0: maybe the city. You know what? No, I couldn't even do that. Yeah, psych. <laughs> the state. I can tell you the state. I think I maybe could tell
1: you the state they were born in, the but I don't. I don't know. Maybe date like of birth d- is all I maybe do. the year. I don't know. Um so then surprisingly the security code was actually used to disarm the alarm that they had at the porco home that night. Um I'm sorry that last name.
0: I know. The porco home sounds like a butcher
1: shop. <laughs> <laughs> so so the alarm code's actually only known to the family and maybe like two other people outside of the home, which is like super sus like yeah. if you ask basically anyone. Um, And also, Christopher's alibi is that he's just asleep on the couch at his dorm, so the investigators decide to go ahead and screen security and street cameras to discover, uh, surprise, a yellow Jeep leaves the university parking lot at 10.30 p.m., and And guess what Christopher is driving? A yellow Jeep. Yeah, that's the picture I always remember. Yes! So the alarm disarms at 2.14 a.m., nearly three and a half hours later. The phone line is cut at 4.59 a.m. And the yellow Jeep reappears at the campus at 8.30 a.m. So basically, it could have been the same Jeep. Also, how many yellow Jeeps are there? Which I'm sitting there thinking this whole time, like why How would you drive and you such a, a conspicuous vehicle to murder your family like you couldn't just like have like a
0: silver honda or some shit like nah, i got the purple geo metro <laughs> yeah like nobody's gonna know it was yeah
1: me. totally there's gotta be like what like five in the whole city <laughs> yeah. so they're thinking like you know is this is the same jeep so they go ahead and like zoom in as much as they can like (laughs) on this footage that you know obviously in you know this time period that you it's not like csi where you can just be like zoom in Enhance. enhance 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 yeah so they go ahead and compare the footage and they clean it up to notice that there's mud on the side door a torn parking sticker on the window and a political sticker on the back tire cover all matching Chris's yellow jeep, and
0: a sign that says "Porco Number One." <laughs> so, so it's pretty pretty conspicuous. Uh, he
1: had to use the New York Thruway, though to make the timing. But they're confused because obviously there's no register on his toll or his Easy Pass. Um, so they need proof of who's driving the jeep because obviously, like it could have been one of his college friends just going to murder his family. <laughs> um and since they can't see him on footage you know so they're trying to figure out how to actually tie him to the crime and not just his jeep um so they found his easy pass on the floor of the jeep and they wonder maybe did he pay cash but no cameras at the toll booth so they kind of have to figure out how to nail him without footage um so it turns out the toll collector does remember a yellow jeep coming through before another shift (laughs) yeah
0: because that's something you remember like pretty significant ugly who would buy this
1: yeah yellow jeep that's not a color you see every day but also they remember him kind of driving through at an excessive speed um so they go ahead and collect all 12 tickets from that time slot of you know towards the end of their shift when they think that he would have driven through and they go ahead and do some forensic testing so epithelial cells are found on a few tickets so they go ahead and do mitochondrial dna testing and they found one ticket with Christopher's DNA, which says clearly dear old Christopher was not asleep in his dorm. Um, so there's only like 0.4 or 0.4 point percent of the population that could have been found with this similar DNA. So basically nailed him. Um, turns out Christopher had money issues and his parents had found out he'd uh, forged his parents signature on some loan documents to buy his jeep and had taken out 30k to pay his classes he was failing those classes and using the loan yeah he was using the loan money to um, pay for those classes and he had told his parents that the college was footing the bill for this semester because because you know
0: they do that
1: yeah because they do that um they said that he had They had made a mistake and, like, lost one of his final papers or something, and so they were going ahead and, like, footing that semester's (laughs) bills.
0: (laughs) No, they would make you pay it, and then they would maybe pay you back.
1: Yeah, you know, you know, as they do. Um, So a year later, he's charged with the murder of his dad and the attempted murder of his mom, Joan. His mom stood by his side the entire time that he's, like, waiting for his trial, and, um... He's found guilty, and he's sentenced to a minimum of 50 years. What they didn't really go into, though, is that, like, they had had two break-ins previously where the alarm was basically disarmed using a (laughs) code known to the family. And some things were stolen, I think, like, two laptops and a camera. And, like, Christopher's eBay account and his brother's also, because they used the same mailing address, they were suspended for like fraudulent sales because apparently Christopher had very clearly stolen things from his family and was selling them on eBay and then pretended to be his brother Jonathan. And said that Christopher had died and he wouldn't be able to send the (laughs) items that these people had paid for. So it was very clear, like, through the whole episode that, like, Christopher was, like, not making financial sound division. (laughs) Like, you know, he bought this Jeep on a loan. He had $30,000 in loans that he had forged his parents' signature. Like, there were several times, like, they had, up like, email evidence that, like, his parents had emailed him and reached out and said hey we noticed that you like forged our name on these loan documents like we don't plan on paying this you need to call us and like reach out we need to figure this out I'm going to call the bank so basically he like offed his parents just to get out of all the financial trouble that he was in and you know and even his brother was you know basically like he was definitely guilty
0: But I think that's what's so crazy, and the mom is like, no, he didn't do it. It wasn't him.
1: Well, so do you remember that one case where the woman says that her husband did it, but he had, like, an alibi where he was, like, at Burger King or something like that until, like, really late at night? And it turned out that he did beat the shit out of her often, but, like, she said that he, like, tried to kill her and he raped her and stuff. Um, And it turns out, like, somebody else had done it. But she was adamant that it was the husband. And I just think that, like, sometimes when you have these significant brain injuries, like, you can't really... Not to mention the fact that, like, her husband's already been murdered. Like, do you really want to think that, like, your 21-year-old son just, like,
0: hit you in the head with an axe three times? Because that's, like, the biggest fear anyway your kin trying to kill you
1: seriously like that's my I just like my whole life every parenting decision I make (laughs) I'm just like will this result in my child axing me to death in my sleep (laughs) like 10 years from now 10 years from now like
0: is stepping on this one butterfly (laughs) yes
1: exactly it is literally like butterfly effect I'm like grounding her now Ashton Kutcher ending up with no arms. Will she murder me in the future? <laughs> I about that movie. <laughs> that movie was so bad. Um so yeah, like anytime I think of Peter oh, Porco, man. I think of like, you know, this <laughs> <It's> man <just laughs> that name. It's his is
0: his so name. His name
1: also like and I and I keep saying Peter Porco because like obviously he's the one that like we think of when we think of this. Yeah, also that too. But just, you know, when I think of this case, I think of like all the photographs. And also like, could you imagine? Like you were literally dying and you were getting ready for work. That is my worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: you can think about is work. All I can think about is that stupid ass jeep.
1: It was so stupid. (laughs) That's the the thing
0: I can drive. (laughs) And
1: like all the identifying markers. Like you've got like the fucking political political I can't remember, but for some reason I think he was a Republican.
0: It but sense. it could just be
1: my bias. Because like, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. He had financial troubles. He murdered his parent. Like, just, you know, he's a Republican. Um, but yeah, I just, like, anytime I think of this case, I honestly, I struggled because I wanted to do to other here. But then I just thought about it and I was like, if I got started on that whole thing I would be talking for days and days. And you still don't know like where you want to settle. Exactly I really don't. I don't know where I want to settle. I want to say that you know it does seem suspicious that her husband didn't wake up
0: through all of this. Nah it's not that suspicious. I don't
1: know I just
0: and the whole sock thing. The sock thing is really what I was like Oh, the sock weird. thing,
1: but also her injuries. Like, unless she intended to kill herself, it just seems like it was a pretty significant injury for, like, trying to set the scene kind of thing. Mm. But you're kind of, like, so frantic. It's the sock thing. It, it's the sock thing. But, like, I don't know. There's a lot of things, too. Like, they, you know, they say that she didn't, like, try to stop the bleeding. But then there's, like, towel evidence showing that, like, she did actually, But also the like,
0: adrenaline, like your adrenaline, your heart's already going to be pumping, like...
1: Well, and she's injured, too. Like, it's just... I don't know. The whole thing is very, like... But also, like, I remember having a book when I was, like, a teenager or, like, a preteen, where it was, like, all these, like... God, I, I have to go home and find the book. But it was, like, women who murder or something like that. And it was just literally, like... Was it just me or was like the nineties and two thousands, like the early two thousands? It was just like a, extensive mothers also, murdering their children. I also
0: had a book with that stuff and then there was also like pictures of body farms and it was really weird. But we did have that moment, like even in Texas, it was like back to back. Cause it was the one, also the one where she drowned him in the tub. Andrea Yates, but yes, that was like postpartum and that husband. Dude, honestly, I don't, I don't just, even
1: blame that mother. No. I blame the husband and the family. Like, you do not let a woman have that oh, many fucking having children.
0: Issues with children? Let's get her pregnant again. Yeah, and go and ahead and leave her, her alone with
1: them. Yes. They were not supposed to leave her alone with them. And the doctor advised him several times: Do not do get not your knife. Get her pregnant? Yeah, don't get her pregnant again. God, that one just makes me so angry. I feel so bad for that woman. Like, fucking six children. I have two, and I'm, like, at well, my and wits end. Well, a large end.
0: part of it, they were living in an RV. Yeah,
1: it was just, oh it was God. absolutely insane. And then I, anytime I hear hungry like, like the wolf, I think of the, um. That is. Was it Suzanne's? No. Suzanne, no, that was the one who drove um, a car into the car.
0: Like, I hate saying it's my favorite, but car, she's so that. fucking insane. Um. Farrah Fawcett played her in the movie.
1: Yes. Who am I thinking of? Um, Susan Smith was the one who drove the two kids in the, in the car. car and like, into the. Where are, are my a, babies? He was that, yeah. a black man. Yes. Um, God, who was Diane that? Downs. Diane yes, Downs. God damn it. Diane, Diane Downs. Downs. And the one girl survived and the little boy.
0: Oh, man. And then, like, the, oh, God, that case. And then she purposely got pregnant because it would make her look good in court. Jesus. But seriously, like That's there was like a great movie. By the way, with Fair Fawcett I love watching that. I movie. do love that
1: movie. I remember watching it with my mom. Like I just feel like my childhood was a little Farrah bit different. it was
0: amazing for made-for-TV movies. Like she really was. Was it *Burning Bed*? That one was great.
1: But like the, just that time period, it was
0: like a whole lot of like
1: anytime a kid died, you were just like, "Where's the mother?" Yeah, like, that bitch killed him.
0: If kids are dead. It's the mother. If the wife's dead, it's the husband.
1: Oh, absolutely, 100%. Um, So, yeah, I just, I really love that case. I considered a couple other ones. Um, There's just so many. (laughs) There's so many. There really, there's so many. Did you see, I was, for some reason, this made me think of, like, the woman shot by the clown.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just recently
1: solved where the husband had married the friend or something like that. And then it turns out she was the one who killed her. Yeah what a time to be alive like i feel like 2022 is just like nailing it with but like solved. solved episodes
0: that that one was solved a couple years ago oh yeah you know what it was that had to be at least like four years ago oh god time's fine <laughs> it was a while ago i don't like this i know we're getting older yeah. But yeah, I don't know what else to cover, because everything else that's come out lately is just, like, Jimmy Savile. really depressing. I don't want to even watch it, let alone talk about that. It's just, it's a lot of depressing documentaries lately. Yeah.
1: But I...
0: We'll have to dig through. And find
1: I think I've seen something recently that, like, seemed not as depressing. Not to say that I don't, like, enjoy the fuck I mean, out of murder. murder.
0: depressing, but... Sometimes it's fun. with
1: kids. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, interesting where, you know, the man wakes up and he goes ahead and brushes his teeth and unloads the dishwasher and gets ready for work. The man put on clothes. Like, I just. He went and got the
0: newspaper.
1: I just feel like, like, if I was at the end of my line and, like, I only had a few more minutes to live, like, if I was getting ready for work in those few minutes, like, that's the worst ending ever. I know.
0: Getting ready for all you could think about is getting ready for work.
1: Just, um, it makes me think of that like no sleep story or whatever where like the person is going through the motions or something and it's like the routine kind of thing and then like at the end they find out that they left their kid in the car.
0: Oh my god.
1: You've ever read that one? I'll have to send it to you. It's like super fucking weird. Like you're just like he's like, Oh, I left my phone on the counter and it just messes up my whole day and then Danny's like oh fuck i left my kid in the car and they're dead and it just makes me think of like routines because like i definitely get in like that whole habit of like i've got a routine and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and then like one thing distracts you and yeah yeah and they're just like fucks the whole thing up and i'm just like god damn it i've had a lot to drink
0: (laughs) we haven't seen each other in a couple weeks it has been a little while yeah that's gonna do it uh Probably back next week. Oh, we'll definitely be back next week. Get
1: in touch with us. Yeah, seriously, send us a recommendation. Like, if it doesn't involve, like, a child being hacked to death, like... Nothing with children. Yeah, nothing with children, but, like, hit us up. Like, we would love a recommendation. Yes, because it's... It's been a dry spell lately. It really has. You need to, you know, get the back on this horse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We need, some, <laughs> need something good coming up because we're almost close to a year.
1: Yeah, give us some good ones for like an anniversary type of feel.
0: Like, you know, hit us up. Anyway, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Doctomy. The opening music is by Twisterium. For comments or suggestions, we can be reached by email at doctomypod at com. Find us on Twitter at doctomypod and find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. Thank you.